Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Movie Money Refinance, the show where we tell you who made money at the movies. I am one of your hosts, Damien Levy, with me as always, Shauna. Shauna, I think that is the smoothest I've ever started the show. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I am surprised at myself that everything was ready. I mm-hmm. didn't expect everything well, to be Well, not everything. You didn't have my headphones. Uh, look, no. <laughs> the people didn't need to know that. You could have just, it's Christmas time, you can't be and cheerful. The TV wasn't on. The t- because that wastes energy. We can't have the light bill going up, especially with the lights that we have up on the, the yeah, um, studio desk. Everybody is in a very festive mood. I'm in a festive mood. I'm in my red and white. Yeah. Let's throw this on. I have my Santa hat on. You got yours on. Yes. We're we're, we're celebrating today because this is our, our last show before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um... And yeah, I think I think it's it's good to just you know immerse yourself in the holidays because we're both Christmassy people. Mm-hmm. We like Christmas a lot. So, um, but we we're gonna talk about the box office this week. We're also gonna be talking about the rise of Skywalker. Uh, we both saw it. We Unfortunately, bo- we both have things to say. <laughs> um, and you know what? I'm not sure if we're gonna do news today because Shauna, you um you have to get out of here fast. Yeah. Um, because you were supposed to be here like. Two an hour ago. ago, two hours ago, <laughs> uh, and then it was changed to an hour ago, and now it's now. Um, yeah, sorry, people. Well, it's not even your fault. It's just, I mean, traffic today has just been ter- literally. Trust just me, awful. if you're traveling in crossroads, yeah, avoid that area, especially if you're coming up Old Oak Road. My God, I mean, even downtown, it's wow. Yeah, I don't know if if it's still gonna persist um, when this episode goes out, which is you know, uh, well, it's later on tonight for us. Mm-hmm. But um, at the very least, around three o'clock today uh, on this Monday, traffic is awful. Yeah. Like I, I don't know if it's everybody just forgot Christmas is in two days, mm-hmm. but it's just terrible. Like there's nowhere you can't go anywhere um, to get some peace of mind. It's just the worst. <laughs> um, but I'm glad you're here, and we're gonna be talking about the box office. So you know what? I'm just gonna dive right into it. Usually do a little bit of vamping before, but um, mm. we we have no time to waste. So um, let's just go into the top five box office, and uh, I think we can both guess who was number one. No, who? You don't. Cats. You don't, you cats? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Imagine. Imagine. Uh, okay. So let's start off with number five as usual. We got Knives Out, which is still in the top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is its what is it fourth week. In the top five at number five this week, made six point one million dollars with a total domestic gross of eighty nine point five. Let's see what that worldwide gross is. I think one hundred and eighty five point five. That is on a budget of what forty forty million dollars. So, um, do you think this is gonna make two hundred? Mm, just shy. Just shy. Just right? shy. Maybe yeah. like one ninety five at the most. Yeah. I don't think it'll crack two hundred, but um, either way. As we keep saying every week, great job for Knives Out. Like mm-hmm. it keeps on doing well, um, and it's it's one of those times, Shauna, where the movie that gets the money really deserves it. Yes, like it, it does. really does deserve. I mean, I wish it opened with one hundred and seventy-five million, but you know, <laughs> no, no, I'm still grateful not, for not its all box movies office. can open one hundred and seventy-five. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it's doing well. It's doing really well. Uh, number four, we Cats. have. Oh, oh this is bad. <laughs> oh boy, this is this is a hairball yeah. of, a, of an opening. This is not a good opening for this a movie. This is a hell of a hairball. $95 million budget. Wow. <laughs> All right. So, Cats, this opening weekend made $6.5 million domestically uh, with a worldwide gross of mm-hmm. 10.9. So, at least they broke 10 with the worldwide gross. Um, <laughs> we were saying this, I think it was last week or mm-hmm. the week before. Somebody wanted to bury this movie. Mm-hmm. 
because I don't see why you release this movie now with what came out against it. Exactly. Nobody was going to see Cats <laughs> I mean, no, when there I was mean, a new Star Wars movie. Otherwise, some us, you know, stupid film yeah. critics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who yeah. really wants it to see Cats? Nobody. And even <laughs> the film critics, we are only going just on the morbidest of curiosity. We yes, just We just exactly. need to see this beautiful disaster. Exactly. Um, and if people haven't heard, uh, there was a, a story this week yeah. that they are re-releasing Releasing Cats. Apparently, some improved version or yeah, something like that. Yeah, apparently there's there's improved visuals with a new version. I don't oh, I don't wow. know where has gotten the new visuals yet. We are getting it on Wednesday. I hope to God we get the old version. <laughs> I don't want that new and improved. No, but polished I, but cats. I mean, if there was this version, why not release that initially? Yeah. I don't. You see what I'm saying? These the, but the studio. Even, even if they had waited a week, because obviously they just needed one more week. Mm. If they had pushed it back one week. It wouldn't have hurt Cats' chances. Obviously, it wasn't making that much anyway. Mm-hmm. I think it would have improved the, the chances of Cats at all. Um, but yeah, it's made $10.9 million on a $95 million budget. And um, just for fun, we're just going to uh, go to the Rotten Tomatoes to see uh, what the perception of Cats has been by the critic community. Uh, where is it? I don't. Uh, it's, it's not, not even there. It's not. It's not. Why is it not here? It should be there. Wow. Um, unless so this bad. is a, this is an outdated um, version of the box office. I Aren't mean, it was so bad that they decided to not. Yeah, I don't even. See, it's not usual. I can just see it uh, opening. This. No, it's not. All right. You know what? I'm gonna have to search for it. Uh, there it is. It's down there, uh, right below Frozen Two. You're, you're gonna watch it, right? Oh, of course. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, fifty-nine percent audience score. So audiences aren't hating it, hating it, but yeah. critics are giving it eighteen percent Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, when score. I when I when I opened Rotten Tomatoes in the week, I saw seven percent. So that's that's progress. That is progress. Yeah. Uh, let me see. The the it's one of those rare cinematic events that feels like a collective hu- hallucination, improbable and entirely indescribable. <laughs> that that is this is a rotten review, but that description makes me want to see it. Mm-hmm. I need to see what this is about. No, I need to see it. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's not doing well. This is a this is a bomb. There is mm. no way you can even come close to a quarter of that um, uh, budget <laughs> with this opening. No. There's no way. Nobody's going to see this after but they've heard how bad it is. even the improved one, it's still not going to make much of a difference. No, it's not. It's not. Um, <laughs> number three, we have Frozen Doom 2. two. Uh, it made $12.3 million with a total domestic gross of 386.5. Uh, worldwide, it has made $1.1 billion. So, mm-hmm. um you know, it keeps making money. Frozen is a is a machine. It's a it's a brand. It's Disney's. You know, I think it's their it's it's their biggest Disney princess brand at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just I think they they definitely could do a Frozen three, and I think they're definitely going to be considering it at least with these numbers. Um, definitely, definitely. Uh, number two, we have Jumanji: The Next Level, which is twenty six point one million dollars this weekend, with a total domestic gross of one hundred and one point nine. Mm-hmm. It made a hundred million dollars in its second weekend. That is, that's pretty good for Jumanji. Uh, mm-hmm. Worldwide, it has made three hundred and eleven point nine mm-hmm. and a budget of one hundred and twenty five million dollars. This mm-hmm. is uh, a huge success. Um, I think, I think they knew based on the last one that this was going to be this kind of success. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to be as successful because the other one a, made what, yeah, 900 yeah. million yeah, yeah, or yeah. something like that. It was that. just shy and of a billion. I also don't hear anybody really talking about the sequel. No, well, 
that's fair considering the last one, it was so much of a surprise. Mm-hmm. You know, like the first one is this cult classic from the 90s. And then you have this sequel coming out, which just looked terrible by the, mm-hmm. the trailers. Like it didn't look awful. It just looked like this is not Jumanji. This is trying too hard to be something else. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that being something else is what drew people to it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but you're right. He's not getting the kind of attention that the first, the the, the last one got. Mm-hmm. Um, the reception was just like, yeah, it's like the last one you saw. It's just as good. Um, did you see it yet? No. You should watch I, it. I should have seen it when I went to see the number one movie this week. Yeah. But, you know, it's one of those bad life decisions that you make. I tell you, you really should have. You really should have gone to see it. You yeah. really should. But it, it's fun. It, it is fun. It's yeah. fun. Um, Dwayne Johnson is is. I would say he's the the least interesting of the the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, but his impressions are still like he does an impression of Danny DeVito. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a point in this movie where you know certain characters get to play different personas. Like the, they do some kind of like body swapping in the movie. And he doesn't have the best Danny DeVito impression. I won't tell you who does, mm-hmm. but somebody in the movie definitely just—it sounds like Danny DeVito inhabited that person's body. Oh, <laughs> um, so when you see it, you, you'll know who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But overall, like it's um, it's just as I think it's just as good as the first one. It mm-hmm. has those like those touching moments um, that really made you feel for those characters. It's very funny. Um, it also has the same weaknesses as the first one. You know, like the villain is just like doesn't really matter he's just there for to move the plot forward and he's just kind of basic but i think that's kind of the point of the character he's supposed to be like the the um you know the video game villain that doesn't have that much development um so you know uh, outside of those things it's just if you like the last one you're gonna like this one Mm -hmm. and um there's they're definitely setting up a third one like there's a hundred percent they said, stay after, there's a mid-credit sequence. You have to stay up through the whole credits. I would love to see it go back to its roots, though. You know, like a board game. Just stay, well, right. it's not exactly a, it, it goes back to its roots a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, just stay, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. But right. It definitely I'm, I'm, does I'm that. curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I would definitely go see this. It was, it was kind of, it was the, the kind of post credit scene where you're like, okay, if they're going to do a next one, of course this is what they would do. And mm-hmm. in, in the sense that this is a satisfying way to continue this story. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure if they should do any more after the next one, but if they, I'm, I'm in for one more. I'll go, I'll, I'm interested to see one more <laughs> Jumanji movie. Um, <laughs> and the number one movie, which we overshot by a lot for this movie. Oh yeah. We really a did. A lot. Uh, it is Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of, Star- of Skywalker. Yeah. $175.5 million. Uh, worldwide. Have you seen the worldwide for this? Because I have not. I think it's 300 $374.2 million worldwide. Um, Star Wars. People mm. like it. I mean, mm-hmm. people keep going to Star Wars. Yeah. Has its fan base. It has everything. its fan base. Yeah. Uh, let me see the breakdown. Friday it made ninety million. Saturday forty-seven point five million. And Sunday thirty-eight million dollars. Um, yeah, it's making a lot of money. Uh, and I don't know if it will make a billion. Um, it probably no, it, will. It will. It will make a billion. Well, I don't know because Last Jedi opened with more than this, mm-hmm. and Last Jedi had a pretty big drop, um, partially because there was that kind of knee-jerk, you know, um, uh, word of mouth. That mm-hmm. wasn't wasn't like the critics saying, oh, this movie is bad. It's just like fans are saying, oh, this movie does some things that Star Wars fans won't approve of. Um, so I don't know if... I mean, the audience score for this movie is 86%. Mm-hmm. The Rotten Tomatoes score, the critics score is 54%. Mm-hmm. 
So Should clearly, yeah. Well, <laughs> clearly, audiences are liking this movie more than critics. Mm-hmm. Um, and you, for the last Jedi, it's the other way around. It is all the way around. <laughs> like I checked it, I looked it up, and yeah. Last Jedi has high with critics, low with audiences. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes with the second week. If it has a huge drop next week, I think that might hurt its chances of breaking the billion. Um, I think it will, though. It probably will. Um. You know, it's Star Wars and. Mandalorian is is coming out and uh, next week is their finale. Mm. I'm sure that's gonna tie into it somehow. Like this, just gonna get people hyped to go go and watch. Yeah, Rise but of isn't Skywalker. it the same? It's not the same period, though. No, it's not the same period. But I mean, mm. if you see Star Wars, you know, um, on your streaming service, you're mm-hmm. like, I want to see more Star Wars. You go to the theater to see Star Wars. It's kind of mm-hmm. like that. That's what they want. That kind of synergy of of their um, properties, I guess. Um, but you and I saw this. Yeah. Did you uh did you like this movie? No, no, I did not. What, what are you asking? I don't me? know, man. I just want to know if you like this movie. No, I did not like this movie, Damien. Really? Not I at hated all? it. I thought it was trash. Mm. It was so so trash. Um, so, all right, we don't we don't have a lot of time to to, <laughs> to go into this because you you do have to go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we kind of had a plan for today. We were going to talk about some Christmas movies mm-hmm. because um, tis the season. You know, we got the lights up, we got the hats on. I thought it'd be great to talk about some of those, but um, I I gotta talk about this movie. Yeah, I gotta I gotta go in. All right, shoot. Yeah, <laughs> like normally we'd be going into the news right now. Yeah. I don't think there was anything major this week news wise. Um, and we we'll do like a post Christmas holiday rundown thing, things that you should have watched over Christmas, something like that. But mm-hmm. I have to talk about this movie. All right. Um, He's so mad, people. <laughs> I wasn't, you know, I wasn't mad. I was content. I was just like, all right, that's what you made. It's done. It's over. We can move on with our yeah, lives. At least for at least for a little on. bit, we could yeah. move on. And then the weekend kept going on, and I kept seeing people's takes on it, and I kept thinking about it myself. And I spoke to people who saw it after the the because I saw it a Friday, and a friend who saw it Saturday, and I was talking to her about it, and. The more I spoke to her, the more I hated it. It was like Palpatine was raising yeah. the anger in me, like yeah. just just getting it out of me. Oh, so you were watching it? At, you watch it at eight o'clock, showing five on okay. Friday. Oh, so you you got a dose of it before me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. I was wondering if we were in the same theater because I didn't see you there. Um, by the way, every other Star Wars movie, Rogue One, um, uh, um, Last Jedi, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. I've been going to the early show for each one of those. Theater is packed. There's a line outside the door. This movie, hardly anybody. Hey, there was like less than half. Yeah, my, my, exactly. my theater was empty. Yeah. Like really empty. There was just like a few of us each up at the back. Mm-hmm. And that's it. We we were, uh, I usually for a movie like this, I go a little bit early so I can get my good seats. Mm-hmm. Didn't have to do that. I just mm-hmm. came and, and nobody was there. So I just got dead center in the, in the middle of the, um, the theater. But um, I want to talk about this movie and I'm going to try not to spoil it because I know people haven't, you know, not everybody has seen it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, Don't see it. I, <laughs> well, I won't <laughs> give away the the big surprise. Yeah, we're not going to give away any big twist, even though it's so lame. They're so lame. Every single twist in this movie yeah. was so lame. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it, it really was. But, like, I think love or hate The Last Jedi. And mm-hmm. I was rewatching it um, just like half. I, was, I had some time to kill. Because uh, I was staying up to watch Eddie Murphy's Return to Saturday Night Live. I don't know mm-hmm. if you watch Saturday Night Live, but you know it's his first time being back to the um, the show in thirty years. And I had like half hour to kill, 
I was on Netflix, Last Jedi was there. I was like, all right, let me just watch the first half hour of Last Jedi. That is a great opening for the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I said this on Twitter earlier today. Um, that opening scene where you have Paul Dameron and he he's, he's flies his ship right up to the First Order and he's doing that crank call thing where he's ta- trying to, um, he, he calls General Hux, General Hugs, mm-hmm. and, and he pretends not to hear him just because he's stalling, and Hux is just like, in, he's incompetent, he's like, can he hear me? Like, the, the fact that they had that, that idea to do this IT department problem in a Star Wars movie was just hilarious. And going from that, where you had this intense character moment where, um, I think it was Rose's sister, she... You know, she's the last bomber and she, she does this last ditch attempt to destroy the Forest Order ship. And Poe Dameron has, you know, he displays this cockiness, which, which sets him up to have this arc later on in the movie. You have all that going on in the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie with different characters. One who you've never seen before has this great iconic moment where she catches the, the you know, the thing which releases all the bombs. Bombs, yeah. Great opening. This movie, when it opens, is just like okay, we got this scene down, we got this next scene down, and this, it doesn't like let you sit with things. It just goes. Mm. And I think this movie has a problem in the sense of not so much being a Star Wars movie or you know being a part of the Skywalker saga. I don't care about that, really. Mm-hmm. But as a movie, I think it just has structural problems. Yeah, and I have the pacing. them... The pacing was awful mm-hmm. in this movie. Like... Um, I think what it was was J.J. Abrams and company, the, you know, the Star Wars um, conglomerate, um, the committee that was making this movie. They wanted it to be what Star Wars used to be. Um, and it didn't really have the sensibilities of this new trilogy, right? So, like, first thing. You have Finn, Ray, and Poe in this movie, and they're all, you know... They're comrades and, and thing. And that's great. You know, it's fun to watch them like that. But when have you ever seen them like that before this movie? You know? When have they ever been interacting together like they're three best friends? You can't just introduce this relationship with three people at the third movie when in the past, like, Ray meets Poe at the end of The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. And, and they're talking in this movie like, oh, they've just known each other this entire time. You know? It's just like... When you watch the original trilogy, mm-hmm. you got Han, Luke, and Leia, right? They're together in, in New Hope. Mm-hmm. They get separated a bit in, in, in Empire Strikes Back, but they're together at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back and at the end of Empire Strikes Back. And then, um, well, no, Han is frozen in carbonite, but still. Um, at the beginning of Return of the Jedi, they're all back together. And there's this, like, the, the through line of the entire series is their trio relationship with C-3PO and R2-D2 is, you know, like... They established that as a part of that trilogy. This trilogy didn't do that. Like, like they just force in certain characters. Even yeah. C-3PO. C-3PO. Them, they're just there for the for pure, just fan service. It's, it's just, literally just, just to fun. say, here's C-3PO. Exactly. Same with yeah. um, um, Lando. Yeah. It's like, there's Lando, everybody. Yay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean it's just like... They even made him put on the suit. Oh my yeah. god, that was so corny. It felt Shit. it felt embarrassing. Yeah, it felt like, geez. oh, this is what the toys look like. Yeah. Um, like the C3PO in this movie, like he has a role, which is mm-hmm. more than I think he's ever had in the movies. Um, but just his general character 
it doesn't feel like it needed to be there. It, feel, it felt like this is only here because it used to be in my Star Wars when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think, I think having those three characters together, I think it's fun to watch them. You know, they have their, their banter back and forth, but it doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't have any mm-hmm. impact because you don't know them together. You do know them individually, though. Like, Last Jedi has Poe going through that whole journey of becoming a great leader. Mm-hmm. That, is, that isn't developed at all in this movie, you mm-hmm. know? There's, there's never a moment where you think, okay, he learned from The Last Jedi. Um, he's, he is taking, you know... Uh, um, you, you get this kind of hokey backstory of his that's tacked on, that does nothing to, to advance his character in the slightest. Like... All it does is kind of introduce Kerry Russell's character, which almost certainly feels like a Disney Plus like <laughs> r- like pilot. It just felt like okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna get her in a show soon. Um, you get Finn, Finn who who started out in in Force Awakens. I thought Finn would have been way more interesting as a, the trilogy goes on. Yeah. And they, but they did nothing with the character. You see, I agree with you completely. Yeah. Like, it starts out where you have him as, as the stormtrooper with a yeah, conscience. because, you know, when you see that, you're like, oh, this is something different. It is. Coming from where we're coming from with yeah. the original You never, trilogies. ever saw a stormtrooper's exactly. perspective. And, they, and they even, even the first movie, they gave the stormtroopers more personalities mm-hmm. and stuff. So I thought that would be something that they would move forward with. But yeah. after Last Jedi, is like, I mean, even after The Force Awakens, yeah. it's like, that was just really discarded. Mm-hmm. And Finn, no... I mean, they tease him as some love interest, yeah. but nothing ever develops. It's just... I mean, so so the love interest thing, right? I... I that's kind of, I think that is also throwing back to the original Star Wars where you got, you know, it sets up Luke and Leia in the first movie mm-hmm. and then it, it pivots to Han and Leia. Um, but, like, Finn... Finn got something to do in Last Jedi. You know, he he... he went from being the guy who was chasing after Rey to make sure she was okay um, to he led his own mission with the resistance. You know, he, he went off with Rose to go and do whatever they did at the casino. I don't really remember it that much. Um, but he did something, you know? In this movie, he kind of just reverts back to his original character. Like, how many times in this movie was he just making sure Rey was good? You know, like chasing after her, shouting out her name. Like, it... He, he didn't really have anything of his own to do. Now, they came very close. There's a moment in this movie where he meets up with a certain group of people. I won't spoil it for because it is kind of an interesting element to the movie. And he, his whole explanation mm-hmm. for who he is as a person, for why he does everything he does, just the force told him to. And that, <laughs> that doesn't even... The, yeah. that, that goes against this entire trilogy, but it, it, it fits in perfectly with the original trilogy where just the force was this mystical thing that if you just trust in the force and believe mm-hmm. in it and you know believe that you can you 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 can work well in this system, right? That things will work out, right? But in this trilogy, Han Solo legit says in front of Finn and Ray, that's not how the force works. <laughs> you know, he, he, he says that. And Last Jedi is all about just breaking down this idea of the force and, and Jedi and Sith and, and you know, um, why Luke wants the Jedi to end is because he learned something about the force that people just don't have that concept of. He, he, he says it's not just this magic. He says it. He's not going to stand in front of the First Order with a laser sword and just beat them. That's not how the force works. Mm-hmm. And the whole trilogy 
was leading up to this thing of it's not just about destiny or it's just about, you know, um, believing in it and it will happen. It was taking Star Wars in a mature and intelligent direction beyond just Obi-Wan with his voiceover telling Luke to use the Force to shoot down the Death Star. You know, it was like this movie just regressed Star Wars and it was supposed to be the grand finale. Exactly. And having Finn say that when he was the character who Han Solo basically had to bitch slap and say, yo, that's not how the Force works to say, oh, the Force told me to do it. It didn't, it felt like I was just watching a kid's movie. Mm -hmm. And I kind of am, but Star Wars was moving away from being like a kid's movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... Ray. No, not not Ray. Well, it's kind of Ray. But having Emperor Palpatine in this movie is a big problem. Yeah. Not not just because of, you know, um the reveal for like why he's back and, and what his his motives are. Just structurally, having Palpatine in the in the movie removes any suspense from the whole thing. Any tension you might have about who is gonna win at the end of the day, once you see Emperor Palpatine, you mm. know, you know what's gonna happen. Like you might not know exactly how it's going to happen. And then they showed him in the trailer, so that just, that just yeah. killed anything. Yeah. Like, if, if we didn't see him in the trailers, if we didn't mm-hmm. hear that, that cackle or, or anything like that, um, maybe it might have been a little bit of a surprise. Like, oh, they brought back him, you know? Mm-hmm. But the fact that he was in the, the trailers and everything, going into the movie, you already have that. And he's in the first yeah. five minutes. Mm-hmm. Like, they don't waste any time getting to him. Yep. But having a big bad like that, which is what I love so much about Last Jedi, when they took out Snoke, when mm. they took out the, the Emperor light of this, this new trilogy, I was like, where do you go now? Mm-hmm. You know, I was interested. I was like, okay, you got Rey trying to get Kylo Ren over to the light. And Kylo Ren, you know, he showed that he was kind of doing that, but he was you know, barreling down on, on the dark side mm-hmm. at the end of Last Jedi. And, you know, that whole movie is just like, okay, is he going to choose light or dark, light or dark, light or dark? And he chooses dark at the end. There's even that, that point where, where they kill Snoke together. You're like, okay, he's turned. But then, no, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had this thing. You had Rey and Kylo. You had avatars for the light and the dark who seemed to be equally matched, who had, you know, an idea of who they were, stakes in each other emotionally. Classic protagonist and antagonist throwdown finale stuff. (laughs) Throwing in Emperor Palpatine, you just know who the big bad is going to be in the end. I mean, yeah. I mean, basically, people don't realize that they're basically re-watching. This is a rehash. This is a rehash. It is, it, it, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe it when I... Guys, I, watch Return of the Jedi. It's just the watch same, that. It's the same thing. Watch that. Like, there is, there is legitimately, almost shot for shot, a scene from Return of the Jedi. Lines of dialogue are repeated from Return of the Jedi. And I could <laughs> not believe my ears. And I feel like having a big bad like that it just doesn't, it, it makes me feel like, all right, everything up to this movie is just like, you're just killing time to get to your big finale, which isn't going to be that impressive because I know what's going to happen anyway. Exactly. And 
even in the way it was shot, it was kind of lazy. Mm-hmm. It was kind of just like, all right, we're in this dark room and we're just going to stand here for a bit and talk and talk and talk and then the mm-hmm. movie will end. <laughs> um, so yeah, I didn't like this movie. No, I did not. I didn't like it. I mean, how they handled Ray in the end. Yeah. I mean, from the start, I had a problem with the character and then in the last Jedi now, I mean, I kind of warmed up to the character and then no, yeah. they just totally killed it. Yeah. In Rise of Skywalker. I, I I don't I don't remember the last time I rolled my eyes so much during a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean I mean you can't really go in depth with Ray without spoiling it. But no, yeah. I mean, over the past few years after the Force Awakens Pearsons were like, Oh, you know the fanboys, fanboys, oh they want Ray to be this and they want Ray to be revealed as that. Mm-hmm. Well you guys got your wish, but they even made her reveal even worse. I did. Yeah, it was actually worse than I imagined. You remember last week, I think I mean, saying that's kind of spoiling it because process of elimination, but um, I had certain expectations over, you know, who the... Because the, I knew they were going to do something with their parentage. I love what it in Last Jedi where she was, belonged to nobody. Mm-hmm. That was just like... The whole message of that movie is literally anybody can be a Jedi. Anybody can be um, the spark of the rebellion. You don't have to be related to exactly whoever. a Skywalker or a Solo. But you yeah. know what pissed me off, especially about this movie? Yeah. I mean, they didn't even make you relax into the movie or whatever. Yeah. As the movie starts, it's like Ray starts having these visions and say, "Oh my God!" It's mm-hmm. they're trying to lead the movie up to this big reveal. Yeah. As the movie starts, you can see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every minute you see her, she's having this kind of flashback to parents, and apparently something happened with the parents, and you can see where yeah. the movie was going. Yeah, I mean, from the first, it's it's almost like this, they use the same flashbacks they had in Force Awakens because mm-hmm. the the same thing with Ray, you know, screaming after a ship in the sky, which thankfully Ryan Johnson didn't include any of that in Last Jedi because. You'd, yeah, if you spend that much time building up to something, no matter what you do, it's going to be disappointing. If they chose any character in this whole series to, to for her to be linked to, it was always going to be disappointing. Because mm-hmm. if you want to... Because the, the Last Jedi just broadened Star Wars. It was just like the whole universe is... And it's funny. That movie takes place in way less locations than this one does. Mm-hmm. This movie is planet hopping all over the place <laughs> um you know yeah, i mean you get your desert planet you get your, your your ice planet um your forest planet your water planet every, mm-hmm. whatever planet you want this this movie's got it but it felt so small because it just felt like they, they were they were focused on just you know appeasing the fanboys the ones yeah. that did not like the last the last jedi but it just took me back to like this is just one like this whole thing this whole conflict that we're dealing with basically like 12 people Mm -hmm. are the focus of this conflict right this one family lineage is just the reason why all this is happening and it was just like guys go to therapy you don't need to take the galaxy into your your, this this is not i mean the movie is enough galaxy far far away but yet still they're so confined just like six people yeah i mean yeah Honestly, when I heard that we were getting a new Star Wars trilogy, I'm saying, okay, we have a huge galaxy we can explore. We can go anywhere. Just like how we have the Mandalorian and yeah. they're bringing, bringing us on his quest. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the fact that they decided to include Luke and them again, I was saying, this is not what I really wanted. I wanted yeah. them to just go in a fresh new. Yeah. I mean, it would still be focused on the Jedis and the Sith. And, well, that's fine. But the fact that everything else is, everything basically about this trilogy is just, 
around them. And then it's the same thing in episodes four to six yeah. that we're basically seeing play out in this new trilogy. And it, it sucked. It, I mean, I like The Last Jedi, but honestly, this new trilogy sucked. Um, So, like, I, I don't want to say that it, it sucked. It It sucks now because they didn't do anything with it like yeah they I did think, not i think force awakens and last jedi both do a lot in the sense that they do like i said they break down the force in a way that was done you know intelligently where it wasn't done that way before it was just like this mystical force that nobody really wanted to explain further than um use the force or the force be with you like that's all it was um but they they kind of came at it from a more practical standpoint it had, you know, the last year has a great message. Anybody can be anything. Um, you know, Force Awakens was, I mean, yeah, it had lots of familiar tropes. Like yeah, that's that's the problem. Blow up the giant Death Star, and yeah, yeah, it was just too familiar for my liking. Yeah, definitely. But and at least, I mean, even in the Force Awakens, the characters were interesting yeah. and fun. Yeah. But in the last movie, now I don't even want to call its name anymore. Yeah. It was just so because they 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 stopped being the characters that were new and interesting in Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. Like uh, Finn had so much promise. This 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 stormtrooper with a sense of humor Mm -hmm. who also had a conscience. um, Nothing happens with him. Mm -mm. Like it. There's no fulfillment of that arc. Uh, Poe Dameron is yeah. He he goes from being a, a a cocky hotshot to you know, uh, a less cocky hotshot, mm-hmm. you know, basically. Like, basically. Um, and, and Rose, look what they did to Rose. Oh my, oh my God. God. <laughs> so yeah, but, but, we, we, you know, we need to close out soon, um, but we'll just talk, I want to talk about that and also want to talk about Leo. Like, I don't know if yeah. you have anything else to say on this movie beyond those things. Otherwise, and it sucks. No. Yeah. What would you give this? Because um, I'm giving it a catch it on cable. Ah, uh, well, out of, you mean like uh, in your ratings? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read a book. You're giving this a reader book. Yeah. People, if you don't know read a book, the rating essentially means don't bother watch a movie. Go read a book instead. Yeah, go read a book. Or go You're watch the original trilogy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that... Wow. Wow. All right. Cool. I, cool. I no, no, no. Like. I, I completely get that. Um, I gave it Catch It On Cable because um, the, I, I, I did like the you know seeing certain environments in this movie i like see when they went to that festival in the desert yeah that was thought cool. that was cool um when they went to the the city in where they meet kerry russell's character i thought that was cool too and um babu freak was just a, an adorable little character like i just loved he's him no so much. he's no baby yoda though but he he's no baby yoda one. but he was he was he was funny i liked him yeah. a lot i wanted <laughs> like him i want him to be my studio assistant that's what i want <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I have to talk about General Leia and I have to talk about um, Rose in this movie. Rose is in two scenes in this movie. Basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and she basically is told, or she basically says, oh, I can't go with you on this mission because I got something else to do. Mm-hmm. They make a point to go to her character and all she says is, oh, I'm not coming with you. Also, they introduced, um, I don't remember his name. He's in The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, Dominic he, Monaghan's character. Yeah, he was just... There. He was just there. I mean, and it was distracting, right? Yeah, because I mean, apparently he was supposed to be somebody of importance, but yeah. they don't do anything with him. Yeah, and he has these. Th- there's these moments where he has lines of dialogue where yeah. he's like, like, you know that. I mean, okay, you've seen a Star Wars movie. There's always that scene where they talk about the plan before they go execute the plan. Um, you know, it wasn't in the Last Jedi because that one's original, but um, like he he has a line in that scene, 
and it just seems like he has like a high position or he has a thing of inf- never seen this guy before Mm-mm. and because it's Dominic Monaghan who you know J.J. Abrams knows him from Lost mm-hmm. and I imagine that's why he was included um, and I love seeing that character you and I are big Lord of the Rings fans mm-hmm. but he does nothing he's just he just distracted me so yeah, much yeah um, and, and uh, what else is I going to say yeah Leo <laughs> man no disrespect to, to Carrie. I feel like this movie was disrespecting her mm-hmm. because you didn't need her in this movie. Mm-mm. She she basically is just there for exposition or reaction <laughs> and it's based on lines that she had previously shot. So they work around, like there's this really awkward scene where she um, says, never underestimate a droid. And the line of dialogue before and immediately after that line just feels so strained like they were having a regular conversation then ray says something about the droid that was in the scene randomly only because that's the line that princess leia had said before you know they could shoot anymore um and you know there's a moment later on in the movie where they call back to that line to make it feel less inner but it just felt like this is weird because she doesn't have any emotion really when she's um delivering her lines like it just felt like there's a reason these scenes were deleted because it's not that great of a performance. Um, so I, she was like a zombie. She was, which is, and you know, I, disrespectful. I, and but I know why they put the character there because uh, obviously it was a big reunion. Everybody's going to be yeah. there. So, I mean, it just, wow, this movie, the more you think about it, the more you just get angry. Yeah. 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 I just, I, I felt like including her was more of a disservice to her character, mm-hmm. to the actress, exactly. to the, the movie going public. Like it was just, she was a weird character to introduce. And if, if she had died off screen, that would have been amazing motivation for Kylo Ren. Um, it would have been, it would have raised the stakes for the resistance because general Leia is gone. All we have are Poe Dameron who, you know, Rose, Rose, yeah. um, Finn, and and Poe, who was supposed to be, you know, this this leader, but is he ready for that yet? Which is continuing his arc from Last Jedi, but now we can't do all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We can't we can't have Kylo Ren, you know, having no more link to the light side and barreling down in the dark. Mm-hmm. That'd be too good. We can't have Poe Dameron losing his advisor and mentor. And, you know, being lost at the beginning of the, the third movie in the trilogy. That'd be too quality of, of script writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and not to mention, you know, having Leia gone gives Rey, like, she is, she is lost at the end of Last Jedi. She has a little bit of hope where she's, you know, lifting the rocks and everything. But, like, she still needs some guidance. And having her lose that character um, would have done great for her character as well. But can't have that we need yeah, to have we, we don't need quality we, stuff yeah we need we need leia giving you know lines that don't make sense and just looking like as you said kind of kind of dead behind mm-hmm. the eyes um which you know i don't want to say it like that let's just say she was um she was sleepwalking mm-hmm. she was sleepwalking through this movie yeah um but yeah you know go see it if you want to no <laughs> guys don't go watch um, jumanji yeah watch jumanji all right, uh, we need to get out of here. But before we do, Shana, we neglected to do the uh, next week's top five. Yeah. Who let's won, by the way? I don't know. Let's go, let's check that. Um, Even that reveal with... <laughs> we, we'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it after. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it too much. You <laughs> you had 275 on this. I had 250. Um, you were We were both over. 
Uh, we both had Star Wars, then Jumanji, then Frozen. Oh my God, Shauna, I gotta, I gotta give it to you. You um, can I see it? Cause you're hiding it. Nope, no. I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna play this for you. Wait, I, I had all five. You had all five. In the exact order. In the exact order. Star Wars, Jumanji, wow. Frozen Two, Cats, and then Knives Out. Wow. That, um, it's just that I overestimated Star Wars. Yeah, but, but that wasn't even part of it. That was just a you know uh, extra. Good job, man. That was. Yes, thank you. That's I'm very good. The you're a, a champion. Yeah, you. Well, we still got. Where's the stroke? I'm doing it. God damn it. <laughs> we still have one more episode for the year, so you haven't. You haven't yeah. Yeah. You're not a reigning champion. Um, <laughs> But that's impressive. Good. I think I had Knives Out at number four and Cats at number five. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I almost got it. Like, Knives Out is only trailing Cats by $4 million. Uh, or $400 million. <laughs> 400,000. Um, 400, Imagine, 400 million. Wow. Um, all right. Where are we, where are we at? Uh, where's the calendar? Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. Uh, Uncut Gems has a limited release next week, or no, wide release on the 25th. Spies in Disguise also has a wide release. Uh, Just Mercy, I feel like there's something else. 1917, Little Woman. Who boy, big week next week. Um, <laughs> big week for small movies. Yeah, big week for small movies. Yeah. By the way, um, watched Uncut Gems. What a movie. Yeah, like, what a movie. Stay home, don't watch Rise of the Skywalker, but watch Uncut Gems because, oh boy, like I... You're, I'm locked in the entire time. Yeah. I wish I'd seen it in a theater, but just because the, the audio in this movie was so strange. It was crazy. It man. was like a fever dream. The atmosphere dream. is it panicky. Was, yeah. It is, it's tense. Hey, that, I that, kept that waiting for it to... Experience. It is. It yeah. really is. I kept waiting for it to let up and like take a break and let me breathe. Nah. And it yeah. just... Um, but it was good, though. It was, it was very good. Um, all right. So you want... Uh, you, want you go what then. What the hell is coming up next? <laughs> all right. Number one. Mm-hmm. Will be the uh, rise of mm-hmm. uh, number two. All right, so Jumanji got twenty six million. Ah, oh, we'll uncut. Are you trying to sabotage? I'm me? not sabotaging you. I'm just. Uh, I'm gonna get this over here so I can <laughs> do it. Uh, yeah, number one, you have Star Wars. Yes, I have Star Wars at number one. Mm-hmm. Mm. Spies in disguise. Tom Holland away. and Will Smith. All right, I'll put Spies in Disguise at number two. Okay. Number three, I will go with Jumanji. Oh, all right. Jumanji. Yeah, number four, I'll take a risk with Uncut Gems. Okay. Remember, you got 1917, which is, oh, that's a limited release. But you also got Little Woman. So remember that one. All right, Cats is dead, so. Um, what was your number four, Uncut Gems? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. A little woman. Mm-hmm. That's Greta, right? Yeah, Greta Gerwig, um, mm. Saoirse Ronan, Emma Watson. What am I going to give that last slot? Frozen. Frozen 2 is there too. So, Nah, I'm not giving yeah. Frozen. I'm going to give it to... Um, let me take a, a risk with um, Little Woman. Little Woman. Yeah, yeah I think... Um, I think that's a good top five. Uh, I'm gonna try to change it up a bit because I don't want to. As usual, it's it's just mm-hmm. boring to have the same one, mm-hmm. um, unless we, you know, we, we do the number one, you know, numbers. But I do, I, I can't really predict Star Wars this week. Um, it's kind mm-hmm. of confusing me. I would um, not be surprised if it gets a sixty percent drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drop. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. Uh, do I want Spies in Disguise at number two? I'm gonna say yes. 
Uh, and I think that will take away lots of Frozen's audience. Mm-hmm. So if if that's the case with that, um, so I'll say Spies in the Sky is at number two. Um, Jumanji twenty six million this week. Let's say next week it goes down to like fifteen, about there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say Jumanji is at number four, and I'm gonna put Little Women at number three, mm-hmm. um, and Uncut Gems at number five. So. Um, yeah, so just to reiterate, uh, Shauna has Star Wars at number one, Spies in the Skies at number two, Jumanji at number three, Uncut Gems at number four, and Little Woman at number five. I yes. have the Star Wars at number one, Spies in the Skies at number two, Little Woman at number three, Jumanji at number four, and Uncut Gems at five. Right, we'll um, see who enters the New Year champion. Yep, we'll see. Well, we'll I'm see. the champion because I have the most strokes, but, you know. <laughs> um, well, Shauna, Wednesday is the release of Spies in Disguise, Little Woman, and Cats. Mm-hmm. Which one are we going to see? Cats and, and Little Woman. Well, if we, if we only had to choose one, what do you see? Cats. That's what I'm saying. You got to see Cats. I, I won't be able to see um, on the win- Day. No, no, me yeah. neither. I mean, you know, I was going to start this show complaining about work because work has been kicking my ass today. But then yeah. you got to work on Christmas. So you got me beat yeah. as far as bad yeah. um, um, work experiences go. Uh, anyway, people, I hope you enjoyed our this um, <laughs> ranting episode of, of Movie Money Refinanced. Um, it is Christmas in a couple of days' time, so we hope mm. you are enjoying the holiday season. By the way, before we close out, what, okay. what are you watching this Christmas? Like, what Do you have any Christmas movies planned? What am I? Um, hmm. Uh, well, there's that movie on... Well, I'm going to catch up on the rest of the best of the year, which I haven't mm-hmm. seen yet. Um, I think I'm going to watch Jojo Rabbit. I started watching Last Black Man in San Francisco. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was watching The Lighthouse, but I got busy, so I had to yeah, stop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of Christmas movies... I'm proud of you, though, Dave. I am trying. Trying yeah. my best. <laughs> um, the, there's a Santa Claus movie released on Netflix that's supposed to be quite good. I like yeah, to throw Claus. in a new one every now and then. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try that one. Um, I... I I mean, my family likes watching The Grinch, Love Actually, and um, Scrooged. Mm-hmm. Um, I could, you know, go- I don't have to watch The Grinch again, but, you know, <laughs> if they happen to watch it, I'll watch it with them. But uh, Arthur Christmas, I love that one. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see I'm if I can. I'm definitely watching Krampus. Yeah, Krampus, um, I should watch Krampus again. I love that yeah. one too. Um, what was the one that came out a couple of years ago? Uh, I'm trying to remember. The Night Before? No, I Brittany watched Brittany and I watched that for the first time um, the other night. She liked it. Uh, I hope so. I hope she wasn't lying to me. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I'm not sure if I'm gonna watch anything else. I think that it's a wonderful life. Gotta yeah. watch that one. That yeah. one. I might watch Bad Santa, but you you don't know. I have to watch Home Alone. Yeah, that's true. I have to. There's so so many movies, so little time. Yeah. Where do you find the time to do it? Um, but if you want to let us know what Christmas movies you're watching over the holiday, you can let us know. You can follow me and let me know at Damien Movies on Twitter. That's D-A-M-I Movies. You can follow Shauna. I changed my name again. I'm sorry. It's 876 fine. Critic. It's, I, I, <laughs> I, don't, I saw it and I was just like, I can't get mad anymore. It's like Star yeah. Wars. You can't get mad. You just got to be <laughs> indifferent. Um, and you can find me on Instagram at Damien Michael Movies. You can find the podcast at DamienMichaelMovies.com. And you can find the podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, anywhere podcasts can be found. Except, Except Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. We'll see you uh, right see before you the new year. Years, yeah. And Merry Christmas to all and to all, all a good a night. Good night. Good night. Bye bye.